I have better things to do. Sarah peered over the top of her glasses at her best friend. Jane laughed. No, you don't. What's better than going to a football game on a sunny Saturday afternoon? She clapped and pumped her fist. Go Bears! Quit complaining. Nick, Sarah's boyfriend, nudged her and smiled. Your eyes have been glued to the team since we got here. They have not. Sarah cast a quick glance at the players gathered in a close circle, bent at the waist, muscles tensed and ready for action. Oh, my. Jane and Nick had insisted she go with them to watch Bayfield College play their arch-rival... She couldn't even remember the name of the other team. This game was supposed to be big and important, but she didn't get it. To her, it still seemed like a bunch of guys chasing another guy carrying a funny-looking ball. A collective grunt and crashing bodies shook Sarah from her thoughts. A Bayfield player grabbed the ball and took off down the field as everybody else ran after him. She had no reason to be interested in this game. Jane had dragged her to it. Again. Still, she couldn't take her eyes off the man tearing down the field. He escaped one opponent after another, spinning away from a tackle, using his broad shoulders to plow through the other team like a monster was chasing him. Somebody finally managed to knock him down, and a whistle blew. He rolled to his feet and walked back toward his team, scanning the field. He turned toward the stands, his dark eyes meeting hers. The man she couldn't stop watching the man who'd captured her attention at every single game, was Jack Wheeler, Bayfield's best ball-running guy. Jack smiled and a little thrill shot through Sarah's body, literally shaking her. Sarah squeezed Nick's hand, hoping to jumpstart the electricity they'd once shared, but he dropped her hand to clap when the team assembled. She turned her attention back to the field and concentrated on the ball. Austin Sinclair, Bayfield's quarterback, she knew that term, pretended to throw and the other team scrambled after the receivers, but he spun and handed the ball to Jack. Only one guy stood between Jack and the goal line. He crouched low, gripping the ball hard as he ran right over him. Hundreds of Bayfield students jumped up and cheered, shaking the bleachers as Jack leaped into the end zone as time ran out. Sarah stood and cheered, too. Why is my heart pounding so hard? She didn't care about this game, not even if they had just won. Way to go, Jack! Come on, baby, let's go to McGinley's and celebrate. Nick took her hand and they picked their way through the crowd. She turned to Jane. Want to come with us? Her friend shook her head. I have a paper to work on. You need to get out more. It'll be good for you. The library will be empty right now. I'll catch up with you later. Jane disappeared into the noisy crowd. Sarah shrugged. I'll go get the car, Nick said, kissing her. They'd gotten to the game late because she dragged her feet, so the only parking spot left had been at the back of the lot, closer to the school than to the football field. She smiled as he trotted through the crowded lot. Maybe the thrill of new romance was gone, but Nick treated her well. She needed that. Hey, Sarah. She recognized Jack's voice before she saw him jogging toward her, helmet in hand, his sweaty, dirt-smeared jersey clinging to his chiseled abs. A forbidden smile twisted her lips. The man needed a long, hot shower. That thought led to more hot and steamy thoughts, and 
Oh, he's waiting for me to say something. Hi, Jack, she panted. Great game. Thanks. He grinned and shook his long, dark hair out of his eyes, a move she found endlessly enticing. Austin pulled off another win. I don't know much about football, but I think you had something to do with it. He chuckled. Yeah, I helped. His humble smile couldn't hide the pride in his face. Jack understood his importance to the team. Are you going to McGinley's? A far simpler question than the one hidden in his deep blue eyes. Why aren't you with me? Yes, um, Nick is taking me. He probably didn't want to hear that, but it seemed whenever that unspoken question came up, she always got the answer wrong. Good. I'll buy you two a beer. His smile dimmed. You don't have to do that, Jack. I want to. His voice was so low and soft, she thought he might have said, I want you. Maybe that's what he wished he could say. His subtle flirting always held hidden meanings in his hushed words and smoldering glances. His expression turned hopeful and he spoke up. Our psych exam is Monday. Do you want to study with me tonight? Oh, yes, I want to, but wrong answer again, damn it. Nick and I have plans. Ah. He looked disappointed, but not surprised. I'm sorry, we're going to a little bed and breakfast, he found. We won't be back till late Sunday. I understand. He looked at the ground and his shoulders slumped for just a split second. Don't give up. Please. Ask me again sometime. If he kept asking her, she might get the answer right someday. He squared his shoulders. I will. His gaze swept over her, filled with such blatant lust she thought she might melt on the ground right there. Sarah Jensen melted for no man. Another time, then, he said in a husky whisper, then winked and ran off toward the gym. Another time, she promised, and watched him go, a secret thrill shaking her to the core.